Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Check out Unregimented Mondays and Fridays on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. I have friends who go, so what station are you on to this day? And I've explained really? it five, so, six times. Just a year? You've been doing this a year? Let's just say all of them. Yeah, I'm on all the stations. I'm, I'm all, all your internets belong to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? 137. That's right, right? I, I believe so. Uh, I was sleeping yeah. like a half an hour ago. I'm Chris. <laughs> it goes I'm Aaron. odd number, even number. Rich, are you there? The open, yeah. Rich is there. Hi, Rich. Hello. Happy, happy Back to the Future Day. Oh, it is Back to the Future Day. Okay, can, can can I say something about this real quick that I've noticed? That's why we have you on. I have no, you know, of course, when you're a kid, thinking back, it seemed like, yeah, it's going to be crazy in the future. Right. Yeah, the future's pretty much a little bit more, you know, technology in your pocket, but pretty much the same. But what? is it a rule that people these days have to shit on every single thing? Oh, yeah, the internet exists. That's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's are we still talking you know, about people back are to the just future? posting, hey, today you can only post this picture and it'll be gone. You'll never be able to post it again. You, right. You're selling shirts to say, I was there. And there's people that are like, oh, fucking assholes, obligatory, fucking back to the future post, how original. And I'm like, can no one enjoy anything anymore? No, someone has to. I think it's that's a like, once in a lifetime day. I think I mean, that is a law of the internet, is you always have to shit on it. Everything must be shit on. It's not even like uh, Star Wars Day, like May the 4th. This is like something that... This is a date that's very specific that has arrived. And why wouldn't you celebrate it in some way if you're a, a film... A film. If you are a fan of the film or any of them. Exactly. But I still... I mean... At, just judging as a kid. Not even going back and trying to watch them and judge which one is... Is uh, is the best movie? It's the first one, and this conversation's over. But. Sure, but <laughs> as but as a kid, when I enjoyed them, two is my favorite. Absolutely, two is my least favorite. And I was no, still three I was is a fan horrible, of, dude. No, three is good. Three is really good, man. There, uh, there's not a bummer in the three. There, there really isn't. Uh, very steamburgeon. But you see, we got three different perspectives on this trilogy. Absolutely, absolutely. And this was not planned whatsoever. <laughs> well, okay, so, but this is specifically hey, wh- about. Where's my self-lacing shoes? Where they right. what Nike well, makes them? I, right? got a, I got a checklist that we can go over right now. Actually, oh, let's do it. So, because we're talking specifically about two, because if somebody was living under a rock and didn't know what was going on, that was the date the time machine, the time machine was set to. In the second movie, yes, right? this is where Marty, this is where Marty went thirty years in the future. Remember right. Doc, you know, the thirty years seems like a nice right. round number. You know, at the end of the first one, I, I could quote that, start to finish, <laughs> that whole movie. Well, let's see. Maybe you've got some stuff to add to my list here that I was thinking about. But out of the the things that we saw in the movie, which. Uh, didn't really represent the world that we live in today, but there are some things that have uh, that have actually come true. Some you might say Back to the Future predictions. Now, some of them have been a little forced in marketing ploys, like Pepsi Perfect. That wasn't something that just evolved naturally, of course. Although we did see Nike release today these self-lacing shoes. Now, I just saw this, so I didn't even get a chance to catch a video. Of how these things might operate. But Are you telling me that it's 825? Precisely. Damn it. I'm late for I'm school. For school. But, but still but still no self-drying jacket. Hey, um, by the way, can we know that how his yes. dad got fired well how Marty got fired from work? We we lapsed that technology. Didn't he get fired by a fax machine technically? Yeah, okay, there's a good one. A fax machine, no. There's not fax machines anywhere. Video calls, well, though. We, we, yes. lap, we lapsed that one. No, right. Well, the, I'm, that's one of the it, the predictions in Back to the Future is that fax machines are going to be everywhere because he gets the, the fax machine yes, in the bathroom. Yes, you're the fax, fired. But he gets it in the bathroom. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> He's sitting on the toilet when the fax comes over. Yeah, the fax. But it's fa- only after he has the phone call with his boss he over the- his TV, which right. is basically Skype. Right, exactly. So that is true. So they lose one, they gain one on that. Well, what about hoverboards we actually saw? Now that was... I mean, the technology isn't I, perfect. Well, I've heard about these. Are they real? Is it, it actually... It's real and it works. Yeah, absolutely. How? Because we talked I, about this on a podcast. I don't know. I, I didn't, I'd have to bring up something and read you the science on it. I don't understand it. It's... Uh, just science. That's your answer. Yeah, science. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Science. It kind of sounds like a hovercraft. Basically, it's like a cushion of air that it's riding on. But it, oh, so it's not like the ones in the it's movies. A fucking hovercraft. I don't know. I mean, dude, it's you killed hoverboard. it before the solo. It's funny to hear uh, Huey Lewis's uh, guitar player rip off <laughs> Albert King. Oh, you know, dude. Okay. <laughs> so, well, we do have. We do have functional hoverboard technology. It's just not commercially viable yet. Flying cars? No, unfortunately not. Jetsons have already lied to us about that. Uh, let's see. And there's oh. tons of black people around, so Jetsons really lie. Oh, here's one that. <laughs> here's one that they nailed: digital reanimation of celebrities <laughs> that have died. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah remember the the, uh, the Tupac hologram? Yeah. What was it? It was Ronald Reagan and something else. That they were basically shilling for products. I mean, that happens. Uh, let's see the the home energy reactor, the Mister Fusion, mm-hmm. right? Now again, not everywhere, but if you listen to this week's one of this week's uh, stuff, you should know there's a, a podcast about plasma waste converters, and it sounds like uh, very similar to what they're what he might be using in that. It's just not something that you could strap onto your car or into your home. There's only like six of them on the planet at the moment. Uh, what about weird tie fashion? The double tie? <laughs> Do you remember? No. Yes, you don't remember yes, the double tie? Oh, vaguely. Well, I can't remember what character was wearing it, though. Wasn't it uh, Flea? As the Flea as might have been. Boss. Yeah, Flea might have been doing it. That was his boss who fired him. Um... Oh, he uses a payphone and reads a newspaper. <laughs> so those are two, two strikes. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Zemeckis could have seen that one coming. Well, think of like 19. Okay, that was probably filmed in what? Late 87, 88. Yeah, oh, no, that movie came out in 86? like 80. Yeah, that movie came out no, in like no, the second one. second one came out in oh, 89. Yeah, 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 Third yeah, one came out in true. the summer of 90. Yeah, so it was probably filmed in, in uh, 86. Came out in so, 87. So think about that. Like cell phones were either literally bolted into your car and they had a cord or those big fucking bags you put over your shoulder and you had to put a big magne- magnetic oh, antenna yeah, my, on top of your My pops had the uh, bag car. phone. Yeah, so no one yeah. was really going to think cell phones were going to take off to the point where you could just stuff them in your pocket. But I, I do kind of think it's a blind spot right, this is, uh, in, this is in so much that... The cell phone was predicted by many other uh, science fiction TV shows like Star Trek and movies. I mean, the personal communicator. I'm surprised that they still they didn't have any sort of inbuilt personal communicator. I mean, they had, I guess they had like the call visors. It was kind of like that. There was like Google Glass. Yeah, they had the yeah. So they predicted that one too. Don't you look like a giant asshole with the Google Glass? That you did in the movie and then you do in real life. I mean, <laughs> I think that should be two positives for Back to the Future predictions. <laughs> yes, can they we, exist, can we and yes, they'll make it look real dumb. Quick for, for some of our listeners who might actually still think this, even though the internet exists, what? that is not Michael J. Fox singing and playing. Oh, oh God, I was well aware when I was a child. It's like, no, I, ch- adults were telling me, that's him. He actually studied with a guitar player. No, he didn't. I got ears, no. motherfucker. I don't even need to look at it. Well, too, like, and then he, as a guitar player later in life, looking at his hands like that motherfucker ain't playing. Yeah, just watching his fingerings. But as a kid, I knew that wasn't him singing. I was like, that's not his voice. Right. I, was, I wasn't dumb. That you know, unless you're gonna put a real band in your production, uh, just don't bother because it's it. Don't bother showing anybody that's going to be playing music because it's just going to take me right out of the moment. Well, that's why I love the See, movie Crazy Heart so much with Jeff Bridges because that's him playing. Right. 
and his backing band is actually uh, uh, oh shit, Ryan Bingham and, and his band. So I mean, that's a legit, that's a legit musicians. So I mean, the guys behind Michael J. Fox are black. It's a good chance it's a real band. Token, you're black. There's a base in your house somewhere. Listen, I don't want to mess with no reefer addicts, okay? <laughs> so there's a lot. Of wood. <laughs> First time I heard <laughs> that. Home to your mama. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot I want to get to in this episode. Captain America popped up in the news, and this is going to be nerd news because he was on Fox. So I want to go over this real quick because I found this actually rather funny. If oh, you didn't God. see the story, Rich, you know about this, right? Blackton yes. America. In the in the Captain America number one comic that was just released recently by Marvel Comics, which is. Is uh, Anthony, what's his name? Mackie. No, that's the actor's name. I'm sorry. What's the Falcon's name? <laughs> oh, shit. I it's, just was reading I was, about this. I forgot. I, I, I so strongly now associate Anthony Mackie as the Falcon. I think that's his actual character Pretty name much, in the right? comic book. He does a bang-up job. But, uh, right, so the Falcon... Whoever the, the Falcon name, the real name is, he is now Captain America. He's taken over for Captain America for a while. And in his first episode, he goes up against the Sons of the Serpent. Now, if you've read pretty much any Marvel comic, <laughs> you've probably seen the Sons of the Serpent pop up, but they are a common en- enemy of, uh, of Captain America. And... In this comic book, the Sons of the Serpent are patrolling the U.S.-Mexico border in hopes of stopping people from coming in illegally. So this caused quite the outrage from Fox, because they're like, oh... Guest author Donald Trump? I, I get it, right. So he's, the Sons of the Serpent are anti-immigration, and so are conservatives. So this is Captain America versus the conservatives. So all of a sudden, Captain America doesn't represent the whole country; he only represents the liberals. Right? All of a sudden, except for that's been pretty much the Sons of the Serpent stick since the '60s, when they were invented by Stanley and Jack Kirby, was that they were xenophobes. They've always kind of been a neo-Nazi group about purity and getting all the colored people out of the country. <sighs> I, I, I I can't even comment. Okay. Right. Well. So there's certain some people tried to band together and start a, a Twitter movement to protest this, and of course uh, a lot of people who are fans of the comic book and just fans of comics in general banded together to protest them. Who do you think is going to get more support here? I mean, it was like double digit numbers. Of people. No, listen, the, well, that's the answer a, to your question. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that's who's getting the support. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, for people who are protesting the Captain America comic book, I, the last number I saw was 47 Twitter follower, followers that were supporting this cause. Ooh, 47 Versus, Twitter followers with their panties in a bunch? It was getting close to 1,000 on the opposite side, pro-Captain America. Or not even just pro-Captain America, just pro-mind-your-own-fucking-business. If, if you are a fan of comics and this offends you, then I'm not sure what's going on in your head, but just don't buy it because Marvel themselves are going to have 60 other comics out this month that you can choose from, much less all the other uh, producers out there and like we're where you this have, is over comic you have plenty book, right? of you have plenty of options <laughs> yeah we're, we're where this is all over comic book right but it's also like people just getting involved because all of a sudden they, they, <laughs> yeah i knew that was coming <laughs> but it, it's people who are just kind of peripheral fans that are all of a sudden like this is what's going on in the comic books you know this is what they turned captain america into that guy on the movies they turned him into a black man that's an, that's liberal it's just like you know <laughs> so, what Mind your own fucking business. Captain Obama. Right? <laughs> Comic fans are not going to let... Was out- he born in Kenya now? Outsiders dictate what goes on in their universe. And especially... Oh, no, they won't. And say what you will about Marvel, but that's one thing that they've been focused on, even sometimes to their detriment, is that they are glued to fan response. They definitely take clues and take very seriously the the letters that people write in and their opinions and what they want. And they use that to figure out what books they're going to promote next. And sometimes that's a bad idea because you've got nothing but the 13-year-old boys writing in. 
Have everyone have big tits. That's what they think. That's their suggestion for everything. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook and following Unregimented on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. If you like Unregimented, please tell a friend to visit ChristopherMedia.net. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. You can also show your support for Unregimented when you buy something on iTunes just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. It won't cost you anything extra, and it shows your support for Unregimented. While you're on iTunes, please remember to write a review and rate Unregimented regimented five stars just click on the itunes banner at christophermedia.net android users can listen to unregimented for free at christophermedia.net by clicking on the stitcher radio player on our homepage. you can also listen to unregimented for free at tunein.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app don't forget you can always listen to unregimented for free across any platform just by going to christophermedia.net make sure to check out all of the podcasts on christophermedia.net mondays and fridays you have unregimented Reach us at Unregimented Pod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection-booth.com, or at Pro Boothcast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows. Well, new to us. It's the Ugly Club Podcast. It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net that's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. Hey, real quick. I am already, I swear to God, one weekend, I am already Star Wars fatigued. Okay, yeah, but let's hit Star Wars real quick, though, because the, the trailer was out today. We're not going to go on and on about it, because I feel you. Dude, I'm, I'm, I am already fatigued. Right. How? The movie opens into... Dude, it's like... It's, it's been everywhere. it's been in my fantasy football uh, ESPN for two weeks. Like, hey, we have new Star Wars pack. Every time you log in, it pops up. Things like that. It's fucking everywhere. It's what on, a skin for your uh... yeah, a skin for my team logo. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what the fuck, dude. It's Wait, on okay. the internet. It's on the TV. Like I'm on the internet quite a bit, and I I already I, seen I'm... ads for we got your Star Wars T-shirts like. Already okay. Well, here's something that will uh, throw some gasoline on your outrage fire, because <laughs> as we know, a lot of the reason why you're hearing a lot about it right now is because the what is the third trailer came out. But this was the the other ones were kind of set up like teaser trailers. This one actually looks a lot like what you would get from your normal action film trailer, where you, you get more character reveals and you get a little bit more idea of what's going on in the movie. Not that there's still a lot of things that they're not teasing, but the reaction to that, because it was also timed with uh, the ticket sales, you could now, two months in advance, purchase tickets for the opening day at your local theater, which everybody did. Um, apparently, except for me <laughs> and and me, I, I talked to yeah, I talked to my daughter last night, and she's like, "Guess what? We're going to Star Wars." I'm like, "Yeah, everybody's going to Star Wars. It's no big deal. It's going to be everywhere. <laughs> everybody's well, I'll going see it to eventually. see it eventually, right?" And she's It'll like, "Be issued with your social security card." She's like, "No, we got tickets today. We got tickets to go see." And I'm like, "Wow, well, I mean this." These opening day tickets are already being scalped on eBay for prices varying from six ninety nine to ten thousand dollars. There you go, Rich. Someone's always gonna shit on something. It's a new it's a new law of the internet. Someone will shit on it and jack up the price. I just this is what I did for episode one, two, and three when they came out. I was yeah. to do one thing. I just oh. went to the hood. Yeah. 10 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. First showing, theater was empty. It's like you and like four brothers who don't want no one to know they're there. Yeah. <laughs> it's Nothing will literally, up. I spread the fuck out. I had like five seats on either side of me. As comfortable as I like, I, I, if I could put the armrest up, I'd have laid down and watched the movie. Yeah. Well, I, so I, holy fuck, shit. I ain't paying that much. And I, I went even went to a midnight one for episode three. Stories about what yeah, that was the only one I won at midnight. I was telling somebody today. I spent money on the Phantom Menace. Huge mistake. 
Thank God I saw Attack of the Clones on cable. I would have been upset <laughs> if I paid to see that movie. <laughs> That's about nothing. <laughs> yeah, and then the only one that had the story I was truly interested in was Revenge of the Sith, and that, that one I was there at midnight. I was dressed in normal clothes. I would like to say yeah. I was in street clothes. Not unlike a lot of people around me, but... No, I take that back. I, okay, you reminded me of something. When I went to the the first one, it's at a mall that's no longer there now. Um, there were people, it, it was 10 in the morning. Yes, it was borderline on the hood, or in the hood. But there were a few people in costumes. I remember that. I remember one dude stood up in a Vader costume and did a slow 360 spin, and the usher came over and was like, Motherfucker, seriously, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much the end of it. So, all that work on your costume, and no one appreciated it. So, well, although Rich, you 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 have your rule with Star Wars is the rule I used to have with the iPhone: go to the hood. Because initially, when it first came out, and it was always out of stock and on back order. Uh, if you go near the hood, I always walk in, pick out which one I wanted, okay. leave the same day. But. All right, so back to the story, though. Scalping movie theater tickets for seven hundred to ten thousand dollars. What the fuck for something that you could? What? It's what the market will bear, sir. Well, I hope Disney never sees this. <laughs> I mean, somebody at Disney is going. Well, did you what say the fuck? Wait, we can charge this much for a movie? Well, are they on StubHub? Because when you put stuff on StubHub, the price decreases the closer the event gets. So it could be people setting no. the bar high right now, hoping they'll get some retard to eBay. pay them top dollar. eBay. Oh, bidding for them, eh? Yes. There you go. There you go, nerds. What fucking theater, okay, is there your choice of every porn star that is active in the business right now waiting to blow you while you watch the movie in your seat for the 10 fucking grand? Let's because see. Can you fuck these tickets? That's my next question. <laughs> like, Dude, there's no way. There's no way. I don't give a fuck. Do they come attached to supermodel it she's holding him in their vagina and the only way you can get them is a special harness you have to put on your cock to go in and retrieve the tickets like well outside of the money being made scalp this is most certainly going to be a record breaking breaking opening for i mean recently we saw many record breaking movie openings but you know what, actually, like, one of the biggest openings this year, if not the, was, what, Age of Ultron? Mm. And you know what beat Age of Ultron? I know the answer. The ga- the video game Metal Gear Solid doubled on opening weekend in sales what Age of Ultron made. Now, granted, video games are more expensive. If you really purchase, look at it, they're but, like three times ex- Movie tickets like twenty bucks now. Right, the budget also for this game was like a tenth of what they spent on Age of Ultron. It was like a hundred million dollars for Age of Ultron. It was like ten million dollars. So someone on it, someone in a suit's getting a pat on the back, an attaboy, an extra check, and probably a hooker for at, at the Christmas party. No, I'm just saying, well, everybody's getting coke and hookers at, at what is it? Makes Activision. It. Yeah, Activision. 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 Yeah. Well, people but, shit on video games, but they don't realize is that video games is like porn in the entertainment industry. It is is just a license to print money, but it's so far off of mainstream media's radar to report because, hey, it's porn and video games. Both of them appeal to fucking losers, right? No, they appeal to fucking everybody, but no one wants to talk about it. It's like jerking off. You think it's more stigmatized than like comic books and comic book movies? Like people would be more open to talk about like... gamers are a little bit more accepted nowadays. I think comic book people, I think your time, I think your time is now where you're gaining your social acceptance. I figure, I honestly hit, maybe it's just me because I'm not really into comics as far as hitting comic books, you know, brick and mortar stores anymore or whatever but it seems like if you say oh i you know i'm into comics you get just a meh, okay cool that's i mean from people that'd be like fucking dude you're an adult what do you read that shit for 20 years ago so right. i comic book movies uh comic book men that tv show just the culture at at large man it's it's it seems like it's it's way more acceptable. Gaming is still something that when we talked about pro gamers a couple episodes back, what was one of the things that was brought up constantly by the guy talking and a right. few of us? Oh, motherfucker living in his mom's basement, right. never there seen you a go, woman. Rich. Blah, but blah, I didn't blah. want to tell you guys. Hold on, though. Like, that, that's a good point. Uh, 
the gamer is looked at as a shut-in, whereas the comic book nerd is like, well, they're getting out there. They're dressing up weird, but they're going out to these conventions and standing in line. You, know, you see them out in public way more than the gamers. The gamers are still like in the dungeons. I did want to mention... They're in the nerd dungeon. That. Yeah. No less than like the day after we did this show, DraftKings launched an esports section. I shit you not. You can now bet money on fantasy esports. I don't it's betting on how the people are going to do in the competitions. You're betting. You're betting on, on the athletes, on the people who are who are playing, playing. The video games. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's really, honestly, it's gonna, no it's different than like betting, I guess, like market. on a horse. <laughs> betting on Isn't horse. It? Betting, betting on yeah, betting on it's perform. You're betting on someone's performance in an individual sport or sport, whatever. I yeah. you can't see the air quotes, but. I mean, isn't that basically what it is? I mean, aren't we going to eventually we probably will have like <laughs> offline betting? <laughs> you, get, you can pick the trifecta yeah. and shit. Yeah, I'm, I know, right? I'm going to make money as a fantasy football ringer. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. You just, as, as a halo ringer, man. It's, just go in and team kill. Or camp or spawn or spawn camp and just fucking just, <laughs> yeah. There's but they, there's video game competitions every week and you can bet on the guys playing the games. Like it's oh, crazy yeah. now. You can bet on fantasy UFC, which is like okay, it's a fifty fifty, right? I mean, if you're betting to win, if you're yeah, betting, I know, right? How, it's got to be like what type of takedown, what round, what time in the round. It has to be that because if not, it's just a coin toss, and there's no way those odds are in house favor, and that's what is the backbone of all betting. Well, that reminds me somewhat of a story that I read about Amazon this week. By the way, hold on one uh, sec, real quick. Hold on to that, because we yeah. skipped over yes. the, the the one of the, the biggest Star Wars stories that, that, that only so I'm seeing time. people just get all types of butt hurt about. What, what's that? The whole fucking... There's a black guy who's, in, who's the new Jedi, and people are saying boycott Episode 7 because it's white genocide. Well, that's nonsense. Black I Jedi... That's my yeah, everything project. we talk about is fucking nonsense. I mean, none of this shit really matters for the most part. Politics, Agreed, I guess, but but, uh, but I mean, dude, forty fucking people on Twitter. There's certain people for the other one. It's exactly it's more than that on Twitter doing this shit, and I'm just going, "Are you kidding me? Do you not realize that James Earl Jones did the voice of Vader, and and on top of that, uh, Lucas is married to a black woman, so." What what are you upset about? Right, Star Wars made sense because Lando was a thief. I, <laughs> oh, what's up with Joe Green ass Yoda? Cult forty five. Really? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. That's only, it's I, not I, like I they just, haven't it, had black people in Star Wars before. Certainly. Um, yeah, all I could think of was from the, the Daily Beast. Beast. Thief and a traitor from the Daily Beast. Racists urge boycott of Star Wars Episode Seven over black That's lead. Fine. And most of them love Trump. That's fine because the nerds don't need you. The studio doesn't need you. Um, um, people who are so racist as to get outraged over this are this is a minority that nobody needs to really worry about. <laughs> I love Imagine the when of, they die and get to heaven and find out Jesus was black. They're really going to be upset. I love how the name of the article is Idiot Brigade. I think it's amusing that, like I said, once again, th- this week has shown me that no matter what, no matter how tiny, everybody needs, everybody, not everybody, but some people will find no matter what the subject, some stance to take dig in, stick their fingers in your ears and go, la, 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 I don't care about reason or facts or I'm not changing my mind. And it's just the dumbest shit to pick fucking, really, you're going to, this is your movement? How, how, I'm glad your life is so fucking first world perfect that you can just start a fucking a hashtag because oh my god a black guy's holding a lightsaber where were they bitching they weren't bitching about Samuel L. Jackson doing it so what is he their their, their Uncle Tom Jedi the the writer of this article pretty much did what you guys just did was just just brought up Lando and James Earl Jones and fucking uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Django Fett was the best part about Star Wars the original trilogy was that the Jedi was white I never thought about it only fear of one true race there I never thought about Jedi being predominantly white or what I didn't or black. I didn't even consider race in 38 years on this fucking planet when it comes to Star Wars. And I was born literally a month before the movie come out. Well, that was the only good part about Attack of the Clones was that we got to see a whole shit ton of different uh, Jedi from many different races, not just subsections of human races of black and white. Yeah. But every race possible that we've seen in the universe just about that we saw. That didn't look like a crazy Kit monster. Fisto. Kit Fisto. I love Kit Fisto. He's one of my favorites. Don't you bash him. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, I don't know if, if someone told George, George, um, 
we really need to get you a, a, an account on Urban Dictionary. You can see what fist means. So, By any means necessary. Uh, but come what's, on, that's a bunch of horses. You guys are always complaining about my Ain't character no name. What's wrong with this one? Guy, you know, Go Den Shawa? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Who said that? I there was there was something well, online I saw that was a generator for your Jedi name, and it was just basically no matter what you typed in, it spit out nonsense at you. Always some white boy got to invoke the Holy Trilogy. Bust this. Those movies are about how the white man keeps the brother man down. Even in a galaxy far, far, far away. away. <laughs> Check this shit. You got Cracker Farm Boy, Luke Skywalker, Nazi Poster Boy, blonde hair, blue eyes. And then you got Darth Vader, the blackest brother in the galaxy, Nubian God. What's a Nubian? What's a Nubian? <laughs> now, Vader, he's a spiritual brother, you know, down with the force and all that good shit. Then there's Cracker Skywalker. Gets his hands on a lightsaber, and the boy decides he's going to run the fucking universe. Gets a whole clan of whites together. And they're going to bust up Vader's hood, the Death Star. Now, what the fuck do you call that? Intergalactic Civil War? Gentrification! <laughs> they're going to drive out movies. the black element to make the galaxy, quote, unquote, safe for white folks. And Jedi's the most insulting installment. Because Vader's beautiful black visage is sullied when he pulls off his mask to reveal a feeble, crusty old white man. They trying to tell us that deep inside, we all wants to be white. Well, isn't that true? <laughs> oh. Oh, you just brought that up and... That that rant came to mind with this whole silly story. See, I, it was a for me. It was a thinly veiled ruse to get you to play that clip. That's one yeah, of my favorite you. clips from like my favorite uh, Kevin so Smith the, movie. So, you guys want to talk about something that might actually matter, just marginally more than <laughs> mar- marginally. Sure, why not? We'll give it marginally, a shot. the presidential race. Joe Biden, who well early in this week, it seemed like he was actually preparing to announce that he was going to run only because he started changing history as candidates like to do get their backstory straight before they uh, step step behind the podium and one of his biggest goofs or at least uh, he appeared to think so because he was trying to cover it up was that he was actually pleading for Obama not to go after Osama bin Laden saying that they really didn't know enough this is what he was telling ABC News in 2012 Mr. President my suggestion is don't go we have to do more things to see if he's there so they didn't have enough confirmation that he was actually there whatever now he's coming out earlier this week telling and the story changed to oh he, i told him to go with his instincts that he should trust that well then didn't today didn't he say he's not running didn't that come out he did yes yeah absolutely oh sorry to that shit on your headline? Nope. Oh, okay. It was still something that happened, <laughs> even though the, the assumed purpose for this story has been negated by more recent news. I still found it interesting because that's what politicians do, especially when they're getting ready to run for president. You get your backstory straight so that when somebody questions you, well, hey, what about your lack of support for going after Osama bin Laden? Does that mean you're going to be soft on terrorism? So you got to nip this this shit in the bud before it goes AWOL. But, yes, as of today, we actually did find out that he will not be running for president. But I saw that. I I get the little AP news alerts on my phone. My reaction was, and the world said, and? Like, right. Well, it it seems to be. You know, like, we knew, knew, Joe. We knew. Is this the new trend that uh, being vice president doesn't even give you a shoe-in as the next candidate? Right. I guess it's when Al Gore started. Well, Al Gore tried and arguably should have won in 2000, but then Dick Cheney certainly had no intentions of running for president. I don't think, I mean, I'm sure he's considered it at some point, but I don't think he ever seriously... Because he would go down in flames. Right. They'd be like, hey, we remember you, puppet master. You don't put Darth Vader in front of the people. (laughs) Yeah. But what was interesting about Biden's announcement was that he decided that... it was too late for him to actually seriously do anything about it anyway and reiterated the uh, recent death of his son, which has just got to be horrible. I mean, no matter w- what age you're going through that, like to actually lose a, a child has got to be devastating. But then he-, he went on to, it seemed like almost state 
what his platform would be if he was running for president. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Rich. Do we have some... Uh, we're behind him 100%. We're not going to fire him. Do we got some of this going on? <laughs> I was kind of thinking the same thing. I'm not going to run, but here's my platform in case it did. And then, yeah, like, he, in three months. Oh, uh, I was just fooling y'all. <laughs> hey, he says, uh, we cannot sustain current levels of inequality that exist in this country. This is all from his speech. I believe the huge sums of unlimited and often secret money pouring into politics is a fundamental threat to our democracy, which I definitely agree with. See, I, I hate to... He's, he's uh, in favor of expanding education. So to cover, if not two more years beyond high school, a full four-year, probably a state-funded or college... I'm to the point with a lot of politicians, though, when I hear when when I hear income inequality come up or the system is broken, like I I just tune out. My my ears or my brain mm-hmm. is just now prepared for bullshit. Blah 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 stuff that sounds pretty. That's not gonna you're gonna say something without really saying anything. Just the fact that he actually brought up money in politics, even though he didn't expand on it too much in his speech, that's an important part because you're not gonna get anything else done without it. If we if the people actually do want expanded education expanded child care um or not expanded child care i mean uh some help if not through tax breaks or government subsidies of some sort actually uh help pay for child care daycare for you know toddlers and whatnot so you can go back to work shit like that yeah, you're not, you're not gonna get works. that shit passed until you actually get the big money out of politics in general and and make the politicians responsible to the voter but we know how it works though how does it work it won't be free what won't be free no nothing's free and he's even when things do get fixed and think it'll it'll why why would you think that anything was free well no it'll be a bigger bill on april 15th and then people will get all been out of that instead but right out of shape that's why i'm saying like you can you can push for projects like this Mm -hmm. and you can find money to get it done but at the end of the day it's really about where's the where's all the money really going we're spending X amount of, of dollars as a nation on defense, which is kind of ridiculous when we're fighting wars that are based on the ground and searching out, you know, hives of terrorists and really have little to do with, uh, you know, stealth bombers and uh, uh, those big ships that they call battleships, carriers, aircraft carriers, aircraft, aircraft, aircraft yeah. carriers, shit like that. So it's really just about allocation. How are we going to, what are we doing with the money that we're, that we're already paying in taxes? And if you want to divide that up in a reasonable way, strategery, you, you have to get, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you're going to have to get the company interest out of politics, which means you're going to have to get the big money out of politics, which means you're going to have to publicly fund Good luck your races in the United States of America with that one. We're Why? so, because we're so deep into capitalism. We're not, you don't think that I'm starting I, to, th- to realize lately that that is such a pipe dream. We're so entrenched pu- in, in capitalism. That's never what we just talked about. What we would like to happen will never, ever happen. Unless there's a violent revolution and we're just being, I don't know. We're, we're getting too, uh, la- I don't know. We're getting too lazy as a race. I think this for co- a violent revolution to even happen. Here, could- have, have your television and your iPads. Mm-hmm. Be more complacent. Here, drink beer. Oh, there's one beer company now by the way no one's saying anything about it that went down last week like there's technically yeah, a monopoly going yeah. down but it's two shitty beer companies combining it's not but like it controls 70 percent of the marketplace that is called a monopoly yeah but it also is merging because a, a lot of its market share is going to independent brewers that's the whole reason for the merger in the first place so well getting back to what we were talking you were talking about before the, the beer stuff i mean if you want to go over that that's no. cool but Keep going. i was listening to npr earlier this week and Robert Reich was on and apparently he's, he's promoting a new book um, where he lays out a completely bipartisan plan on saving capitalism in his opinion. And he actually, and it's actually, they, they had a few different people on from others, you know, the other side of the fence because he, he was the, the secretary of labor under Clinton. So, I mean, right automatically right there, a lot of people are just going to write him off no matter what he says. Um, and you know, they were like, no, we agree on a lot of what he says. We agree, you know, with this is what we have to do. And it has to be not a left right issue. It has to, you know, and it can't be just little hashtag, you know, causes it du jour of the day or whatever we have to do this or else we're going to fuck ourselves to third world country status to where there's going to be a ruling class and a permanent underclass yeah i think you summarized his speech better than i did rich um what was i gonna say god damn it 
I've never had my mind go blank so quickly. I had that happen at work today. I went to go and walk to my boss's office. It was like, I totally fucking forgot what I just came in here for. <laughs> we were talking about uh, in Biden's speech. What was what was the major point that you were making just then, Rich? Oh, about how we need to save democracy, and it it, it can't be a partisan issue. It has to be basically oh, right, right. save our own asses. Right, issue. sorry, right, and that got him criticized as kind of. Uh, being naive like oh biden you after all this time you still don't understand how politics works you're talking about partisanship here's the thing why are we sticking with systems we know are broken i'm not going to say they're or, or not broken excuse me flawed when we and and i brought this up to a friend recently growing up i didn't hear anything about any other economic slash political system without it being taught with a thin veneer of, well, this is not American and capitalism and democracy. That's, that's American. And then, you know, when I got older, I was like, well, aren't we technically a Republic? And it shut up. Stop thinking. Okay. Thank you. I'll put my hand back down. And I, you know, all that good shit. And it's like, okay, well, this system is flawed. The way it's set up, the way it's pimped on us does not work for everybody. And it's set up to where, well, if you work hard and you, and you innovate and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not how it works anymore. People that don't do shit are sitting at the top. People who have the right last name. People who whose families go back with other families in power. Once again, going back to the you fail upwards once you reach a certain status in this world, in, in this country. I, I just cannot believe that we're just going to do nothing about it besides just go, oh, well, fuck it. That's the best we can do. Sorry. I mean, it. We hold we hold everybody in 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 society. We hold people. If your kid doesn't go to school, they'll drag your ass as a parent in the court, and they'll try to charge you with some bullshit because well, you're not being a good enough parent. Well, you know what? The system isn't working the way it's fucking supposed to. So we need to either fix it or find one that's going to work better than the one we have. But there's no talk about that because we're just st- we're just stuck on this. It's if it's not what we have, it's not American, and you're speaking out against America. I mean, how many? But we're also talking about like fundamental changes that would take you can't just flip a switch and all of a sudden you know we're going to do this now it's going to take right and if we do decide to switch over it's going to take a it's going to take a collective conscious shift it's going to take just fundamental shifts in how we operate data it's it wouldn't be overnight. That's I was the at the gas thing. pump today, and it just—I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the gas prices, and it was two twenty-nine where I was pumping. And I went back to work and I said something, and one of the other guys that worked there, who just—I mean, I think he's just turned twenty—goes, "Oh, that's a good price." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of my face! Good price? Fucking ninety-nine cents was a good price." Yeah, son, I remember when this was under a dollar. And he's like, "This is long if you could get off." By the way, it hit me. It's like, hey, he's never known anything but that. He doesn't even remember it. So change, yes, it does come slowly, but it just takes the people who are <laughs> to, to to misquote Obama, bitterly clinging to their guns and Bible and 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 gods, to either die off or become so irrelevant that we just go, okay, look, you know what? Go play Scrabble in the corner in the old folks' home. We got this. Don't yeah, worry but the about problem it. is though, Rich, is those people have procreated. The mentality's still going to live on. It's going to take a while for that to go away too. Well, it will, and I mean. I never, it's going to sound fucked up. I I don't really ever want it to completely go away because it always is good, in my opinion, to have dissent. But you have to have dissent that is based on some something besides I feel this way, so fuck it. I'm gonna fucking throw a temper tantrum like a five year old. I mean, but isn't dude, that the, how the, it's going down on both sides right now? Yeah, I mean, but the shit that, the shit that blows my mind is the people. I've been labeled the pro gun guy. I think Jay kind of took over for, the, for that. That's oh yeah, Jay. Me. Jay ran away with the. <laughs> Jay took that off of you immediately and ran with it. <laughs> so, Jay is the official gun guy. At the same time, like I, there are people. I know whose whole life when it's not about work family and survival revolves around that's their pet cause the second amendment they're obsessed with someone's coming to take my guns someone's coming to take my guns and I'm like how can you make this such a central issue of your life why don't you take that 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 worrying and that effort that gets you nowhere when no one has ever knocked on your door to take your fucking gun? You want the one word answer to that? And put it towards something useful towards that's going to better fuck society. How about your neighborhood? I think it's tribalism. You know, family's a tiny tribe. You know, and I think you start there, and they they start with something that they think is a direct threat to their little tribe. A Maybe gun? I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. A gun, a beer, and some smokes. Hey. I didn't get a gun. Sweet. My God, it's coming right for us! 
There you go. I, I understand that. It, there has to be, and I understand that a lot of the, the day-to-day circles I travel in, they don't lend themselves to having these conversations a lot because it's a lot of professional situations I'm in. I'm not going to, a customer's not going to walk in. I'm going to be like, so how do you feel about the earned income tax credit? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, it's not going to, that, that is not, my job does not set me up to be in that situation or even with my coworkers most of the time. But these are all just things that we just, we, we, we kind of brush under the rug and we, we pick our little, like I have friends who just love the fact or hate the fact, excuse me, hate the fact that pit bulls are demonized. And that is their entire, like everything is pit bull, pit bull, pit. And I'm like, really? Where are you going with this, Rich? <laughs> I just, you're on pit bulls now. Yeah. Well, no, it's just it's just the same thing with guns. It's, it's like people's don't mentalities. We, yeah, it's just I I don't know. I mean, is it is it just it? Okay, guys, I, I'm assuming we all have after doing this show for a year with you guys, we all have somewhat varied interests, and we all have certain things that that you know that flip our switch. You know, whether it be Dr. Drew or Walmart or whatever the fuck. I mean, that's not we don't define ourselves by what we support or what we dislike, do we? I mean, it it just seems like that's all right. When it comes to these type of subjects, that's what people people define themselves on. I don't fuck him, fuck the president. I define myself on that. How? They look at everything from the stance, starting with, what side am I on? Exactly. Okay. As a conservative, as a, uh, a person who believes in God, as a white middle-class American, whatever it is that they identify with, they start from there and start defining their beliefs out from there. Well, you know, if I see a story about Planned Parenthood, what do I think about cutting up babies? Automatically, I'm going they to cut... delicious with a I, side of onion ring. It's horrible, and I'm not even going to read the whole head... I'm just... I'm not even going to read the whole article. I'm just going to read the headline and be outraged, and there's my stance, and then I broadcast that on Twitter or Facebook. Like, in... For example, in The Onion this week, there's a story that sparked outrage. From The Onion. The Onion? The Onion. The fake newspaper? The fake newspaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the most famous fake newspaper in the world, I might argue. Okay? If, if people don't get it by now. But yet, their article called Defund Planned Parenthood reassures... Or I'm sorry, let me start over again. Defunded Planned Parenthood reassures supporters it has enough fetus cash to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> right? I- including things that say, while the decision by Texas to eliminate taxpayer funding from Planned Parenthood is unfortunate. I want everyone to know that we have an ample supply of sweet baby organ cabbage to continue providing our services. If not for our golden baby goose, baby parts goose, <laughs> we may have succeeded. Anyway, so with phrases like that, um, it's still people, I mean, they, they probably didn't even get past the, the headline enough is, is ridiculous. But to not understand that this is satire, that this is a joke, people were tweeting about this such things as, oh, the onion, was that really necessary? Have you sold out to the Drudge Report? Yes. Matt Jones that, that says, just answer, the yes. onion goes too far once again. It's comedy. You can't go too far. That's part of the brilliance of it. That's why we have it. Comedy is how we explore the edges of our our society. This is how we push limits. So yeah, it's always too far if it's good comedy. Uh, Stop! Do you know how many millions will believe in this? (laughs) This one was outraged, not because she believed the story, but because people are stupid enough to believe it, so they shouldn't publish. You know what? I'm kind of in that lady's camp. Boo! Listen, we're getting dumber. So what? Stop putting out plausible things. Okay, so you're gonna. Pr- well, my tongue is firmly in cheek. <laughs> yeah, but if you if you start dumbing down your shit because people are dumber, where do you think this is ultimately gonna lead to? I like money. Right. Hey, go, <laughs> go away, baiting. Go away, baiting. I think that I would really love to sit down with one of these people that 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 I don't know what they're called. I don't know the name. I'm sure that this job does exist. Retards for. Oh. Political political pundits or whatever they they scour the internet they like pollster I guess they they get they get people's opinion and they present them as statistics and just sit them down and be like seriously like how how much how much does this shit affect the decisions being made honestly because I'd like to think it doesn't at all these people that like I was saying like have their pet causes or as you said Aaron come from they start with I'm a Christian right. and everything What's else comes out of that yeah. Or they start with, I support, I, I support the Second Amendment, etc. Or well, I have you to know. answer it immediately. As a Second Amendment supporter, I yeah. think, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'd they like have to a think checklist they of things they're supposed to believe right. in yeah. if they possess certain 
beliefs. I mean, can, can I? Okay, really. Let me. I don't think we've ever, and at least when I've been on. It might have happened when I wasn't on. I don't think we've ever asked this question of each other. Have you guys ever, re- do you believe that politicians are going, you know, I'm really worried about the, pr- the the gun problem here. Or we really we, we really need to get yeah. guns in more people's hands. Do you think, I mean, do you think that like there well, are the high up politicians, yes, that I that's how they really feel? I honestly think that they sit around and go, I wonder what the people I'm supposed to represent think so I can keep having this job. I think that's how they look at it. Exactly. How much money do I? Yeah. How much money do I personally stand to gain if I support uh, loosening gun restrictions in this country, for example, exactly. or tightening no, them based no, on my no, district, who I represent? There's no passion coming from the politicians with, in their in their decisions. No, no, that's the problem. Though there's no money in tightening gun restrictions. Well, then, that's not where the money is. <laughs> no, but if it's if it's in the interest of the people you represent. No, no, no. Remember, this is a this is companies and organizations that that make these decisions, not the individual. And certainly, they're not that they listen. Any politician will listen to the people, but what they actually do well, depends on saying. how much they're it's getting paid. Got that There's, NRA money being right. pumped into. The, I mean. The, there yeah, might right. be some it, certainly public opinion matters to a certain degree, but if we're just talking money, there's zero dollars involved in appealing to people who want gun restrictions. While there is a lot to be gained for supporting loosening regulations, so more guns can be on the streets. Yeah, well, sadly, okay, so speak, and wherever the money is, is where the politicians are gonna are gonna flow to. Well, have have you guys heard this? Liar, liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. <laughs> have you guys heard this horrible story that happened in? Albuquerque today. No. Mm-mm. How many people a, are dead? A, a four-year-old girl was shot in the head it, during an, a road rage incident. So an eyewitness saw a truck and a car kind of on a, on a battle on the freeway, right? The truck is swerving from lane to lane to prevent the car from passing it. When the car is finally able to pass, it fires shots into the truck, killing their four-year-old daughter that was in the back seat and then took off. There's descriptions of the guy. I don't know if anybody's actually found him yet. He's a piece of shit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I hate to cast blame at suffering parents, but this is one where I can... I would approve the blanket rule of just don't fuck with anybody. How about being an adult and have some self-control? Right. Well, when we talk... Somebody about, wouldn't... Chris, a lot of times... Somebody not letting you pass is worth you firing two shots into a car? Well, like, come on. When we on. talk about uh, stories of police violence, I mean, your first response is usually, why are you fucking with them? Why are you fucking with the man with the gun? Which... I think is fine advice, just not a good way to come at a problem. Now, this is think this guy is flashing his peace while they're driving. No no, 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 no. I didn't say he was a cop. No, I'm saying this. No, I'm just saying what? this guy. Do you think in general, think he was waving his gun while he's sitting there behind him going, why won't you let me pass? I don't know. No, I'm going to don't fuck you. My, <laughs> my whole thing is like, you just don't know who's pack who. What don't fuck with people? You don't know what what they got. But at the same time, right? Like, what well, the whole reason I brought up the the police analogy is because sure you can use that as a general rule of thumb is just don't fuck with them. Ultimately, if it's an institutional problem, then you've got to come up with a solution. There is no solution for a crazy guy might decide to brandish a weapon over a ridiculous argument on the freeway. There is no real solution for that. So you mm-hmm. kind of ha- just have to have the general rule of don't fuck with people. What the fuck are you trying to on the freeway yeah everybody's guilty of it but i think i think i I know where you're going with this Aaron. basically what you're saying is the kid the guy with the kid in the car he's taking chances with the kid in the car let's say okay let's what not letting somebody pass who's probably driving aggressively yes he's taking chances how is that taking a chance get over and let him go and go on with his life and you go on with yours why are you picking an ar- you're you're looking both of them were obviously looking for an argument a fight I should say you know one party just wasn't aware how uh, to what limits the other one would take it one guy brought a, a car to a gunfight is what happened well, this was uh, not the only recent incident of, of road rage. There was the guy in the truck that ran, oh, they just ran a couple on a motorcycle off the road. This was, I guess there is footage of it too, but they were trying to pass him and he was adamant that they weren't going to get over. I thought it was a cyclist. Oh, well, I support that then. <laughs> no, no, no. Motorcycle. <laughs> Are we talking about the same story? Yeah, motorcycle. I thought it was a cyclist. Right. So they go to pass and as soon as they get up alongside of him, he just swerves over in the lane and wipes him out. And afterwards, I guess there there's a guy, this is all on video. He pulls over and another 
guy asked him, hey, you just took those people out. Like, what are you thinking? And he's he's going, I don't care. I don't care. And then made a brief mention of maybe a wasp that might have stung his genitalia. Get that guy off the streets. What is if our... You're showing no empathy for harming to like, for a human being, like for real, like right. this person... I mean, obviously, these are extreme examples, but why... This is this is the extreme output of a, a culture that we're cultivating on the roads all over America. This culture, we've done, we've cultivated this since the beginning of this country. That's This is the meet any, any type of perceived slight or disrespect with physical harm, and that's manly. And in our eyes, talking stuff out or stopping and I mean, okay, Rich, you yeah, we've, part we've of all town heard this where all our lives. Stop and count dominant. to ten before you do something. And what's that? Like it's a it's it's a punchline in fucking sitcoms. You know, the guy with the anger issues. You know, it's a spare, it's an episode where he has to learn to control him. He tries to stop and count ten. It doesn't work. He goes back to being the asshole with anger issues, and everybody loves him. I mean, we in this that's that's just American culture. The whole death wish, Dirty Harry. Just I mean, go back and look at our entertainment. That's down. just what we we don't see it as entertainment. We see it as a is almost like a way to live your life, and it's like Credo. it's not. And you got people out on the road. You mix that with the fact that they think they're fucking safe in their car, like we were talking about one time. You know, you flip somebody off, you don't even have to make eye contact with them. You just hang your fucking hand out the window and drive by them, and you have this false sense of security. I'm in my car, and that person, what reasonable yeah. person is going to ram me with their car? Well, I there's a lot of unreasonable people. Out I there. don't care how erratically the guy is driving, how much of an asshole or unreasonable reasonable he's being but he just wants to drive faster than you and you should let him it's, i don't i don't understand this stopping people from getting around you, hey, you, want, you like, like you he's not winning the only time i've honest i honestly do that is if it's every things going down to one lane and i'm sitting there and there's maybe let's say let's say 10 feet in front of me mm-hmm. a, a little bit more space than in the Let car in front of me in the car behind me and Let some guy in. zooms up trying to get in there i'll pull up and get on I the guy in front ya. of his ass and be like i'm sorry dude you don't have to wait i feel you but even statistically speaking it makes absolutely no difference the traffic is going to flow how it's going to flow it doesn't matter how much people drive like assholes they all got to get through the same slot you know i i let everybody in everywhere regardless of how much of a dick they appear to be driving like i i got a one car limit I, it's it's really like if i'm sitting there and it's well, and no, in there's, their space you take turns. there's three cars right there i'll let them go half the time if i let more than one person go this asshole wants to make a left and so now he's blocking up two fucking lanes i got a person next to me yeah. fucking cussing me and i'm like i'm just trying to be nice here and i just sure, cause this person to fucking stroke out sometimes there's idiots that you know you try and just be nice and they fuck you but whatever you're not going to change people you can't control the way people are going to drive and obviously they're going to get more and more violent as as this shit progresses so just fucking let him be. Let him you know, be, I man. I think about just that in New be. York when I make a dick move. I'm like, man, I'm in, I'm in a part of the country where I could, <laughs> I could be fucking uh, dodging shrapnel here if I do the wrong thing to the right. wrong person in traffic. Well, okay, so how about this story that happened in Detroit? If you really want to think that society's going to shit. <laughs> of course it's from Detroit. Two medics slashed in Detroit while helping an injured woman. A friend of mine, yeah, a friend of mine uh, works with one of them gentlemen. They responded to a call at, now if you're local, you're just going to go, oh, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard in third. <laughs> All right, yeah. And uh, an area with multiple soup kitchens and shelters, it points out. They found, uh, the medics arrived, they find a man and woman. The woman had an injured ankle, and so they tend to her. It says in the story on MLive.com, during the assessment, the male sub suspect was upset by the conversation the details of the assessment and he engaged the male emt slashing and stabbing him several times the part emt partner who was in the rig saw the attack and came to the aid of the male emt and she was slashed and stabbed several times the man became enraged because the emt said they would not be taking the woman to the hospital yeah i think they acted right there you cut us we're not taking you anywhere we're taking ourselves no 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 Reverse that transaction oh. there, son. Uh, they stated that because of her stra- sprained or injured ankle, that it did not warrant a trip to the hospital and that she'd be all right. And his response was to then slash and stab them. Ah. At which their point was probably to lay on the ground. They're, they proceeded to lay on the ground and bleed. Sounds fun. 
Yeah, but those are the first responders you never hear about, huh? I don't know. I'm just to the, like, you ever heard of the Tool song, Undertow? <laughs> where the mm-hmm. whole song's just about sticking your head right. in the sand? That's where I'm at in life right about now. Like, I hate to say it, but, like, it's just reading the news in social media, I've just figured out, is just not good for my blood pressure. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I want to know if the asteroid's coming. You know, <laughs> well, yeah, the hookers, them hookers, and blow. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna fucking uh, and snort themselves. We've had a lot of instances. Like, of- I'm just trying not to get worked up about because it's just I have front row at the shit show that is our declining society. I, you know, we joke, I joke about this many times. I go to the airport often. I know yes. it's. The airport, <laughs> where sometimes you can see porn. Yes. What airport is this? You got to take an international flight? In, uh, <laughs> you got to take Qantas. Yeah, this was... Actually, you do. This was a, uh, a Lisbon airport in the UK, and somehow graphic porn scenes started playing over the big screen at the airport where you collect your luggage. Nice. Somebody, And this is on top of like, another recent incident that happened in the US where somebody was playing... Porn over the PA at yeah, Target. The, yeah, I heard. Which saw that. Everyone was kind of like, well, how did they do it? They hack in the system. And like, no, you pick up the red phone, you know the code, you play some porn on your phone, you hold it up to the microphone. Yeah, I'm no like, shit. Hack into it. <laughs> yeah, they hacked into it. Somebody what? told them it was like pound six seven and they're in the PA. I mean, that's was, all you got to know. Was Matthew Willard and Angelina Jolie in like trip <laughs> pants from 1998? <laughs> <laughs> Hacking into Target's fucking phones. But system. Get the fuck out of here. I think next time you fly, get as much, enjoy your liquor while you can because I have a feeling it's going away. We're just hearing more and more incidents. I'll be so pissed off if that happens. There was uh, another in the UK, an Irish man <laughs> boarded a flight from Dublin to Izmir with a large group of friends, and they were already drinking before they got on the plane. I guess as soon as they took off, he started stripping his clothes off and started doing the helicopter. <laughs> you know, the for an Irish aisle. guy, it's kind of impressive. He's got enough to helicopter. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> or he's that drunk and he didn't give a fuck. I'm trying this shit. You're all strangers. I'm never going to see you again. Yeah, and he... Well, he, he tried to come on to one of the stewardesses as well. Like, like you really am on? Or, that, you know... He, tried, he, come, he came on to her. He didn't come on her. He came on to her. He propositioned her for sex. So no semen. All right. That ever worked. Just, just not on hey, an airplane. Check out my helicopter. Re- forget being on an airplane or in public or talking to somebody who's working currently. Has it ever worked where you took your f- clothes off first and then asked for sex? Are you talking about the nude move? I just, I'm just wondering. <laughs> does any guy outside of somebody just name a person with chiseled abs or something maybe just taking the shirt off would be their opening move i don't think that's ever worked for for your average guy get naked first and then see if she wants to have sex oh god my safe search isn't on i typed in seinfeld the nude move on (laughs) on google (laughs) you're gonna get a lot of shit yeah i'm gonna get a lot of seinfeld porn parodies just in uh, just according to the civil aviation authority which is in the uk they this is the 156th incident of air rage that has occurred this year so far when it's not even over yet and i just want to know when he was compa- doing the helicopter did com- he yell get to the chopper yeah, compared to last year 114 cases the year earlier 85 cases go back to 2012 47 cases and 39 in 2011 so that's quite an increase in recent years of people freaking the fuck out it's on an airplane. Back to, back to what I was talking about with the road rage. Can we start? You know why there's? You know why they are slowly letting us act less and less like adults in public places? Because we are starting to act less and less like adults in public places. Can we like get our shit together and act normal? I'm just in general around okay. the world. Apparently, even in Ireland. Can we get our shit together? Can we pull it together in public, people? They're just going to keep taking shit away. You want... Who's going to go off the way? Off the airplanes. Keep doing this shit. You watch. It'll start somewhere, you and it'll be successful, and then it'll be like it's normal an awful virus. Nothing. Normal means nothing, um, because everybody's got their own normal. You had to say, hey, act normal. Well, normal to me is I get away with anything because I'm special, and okay, fine. nobody can tell me what to do. That's Mr. normal. Semantics. Normal can we is- act like human beings? Can we act like <laughs> rational human beings, <laughs> Mr. Semantics? Be it, I'm, no, I'm just saying this. Being a rational human being, to them is I get a ribbon just for trying. I can never be wrong. 
These are the people you're dealing with. That doesn't pierce the bubble. How's that asteroid coming? It's not on oh, the way yet. <laughs> okay, so that's it? That's it for now. That's it for now. I got I got more for next time. Thank you to everybody listening. I'll share uh, oh, real quick. I'll tease you a story oh, about it. a judge that gives you the option. Money, jail, or blood. Oh, it's like Mary fuck kill. But thanks to everybody who's listened, who has downloaded Follow us on Twitter. We're on Instagram with our one picture. Figuring it out, though. We'll get things going on there soon. Hey, check out Beer Nuts. It's Saturdays here on Christopher Media Network. You can find it on iTunes, ChristopherMedia.net. If you like craft beer, check that shits out. I'm on it along with uh, three other fellas. JR from MichiganBeerGuy.com. Uncle Pete dug out several uh, local home brewers. And, uh, you know, they are also got experience in the industry. So uh, we're just guys hanging out, having a beer. But you're learning things, too. It's... It's already increased my beer IQ. Like, I just run past the, the Anheuser, Miller, Coor, giant conglomerate cooler now. It, it's just going to be all just one. Your BIQ, I love it. They're just going to come out with one beer now. Just convert everything over. Right. Mega beer. American beer. Yeah. I drink American beer. Check that out. I think there actually was a, a, a taste test where they had different beers from the same manufacturer, and they, they did a blind taste test, and then they had the same beer, and people were like, oh, they all taste the same to the different beers, and then the people that they told were different beers, but they were all the same. Like, oh, yeah, I can totally tell the difference. So if you're drink, if you're buying a 30-pack of something, you're not drinking it for the taste, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell you what, I always nailed the Pepsi Challenge whenever I took it. Took oh, it. that's like a, a slap in the face. Like, yeah. There's no mistaking the taste between Pepsi and Coke. Mm-hmm. They're like, which one's Pepsi? That one? Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because I've drank it before. It tastes yeah, like no shit, right? sugar. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Monday. Later. Bye. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening Christopher Media let's make some noise thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net